Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, happy 4th of July week. And uh, Illinois fans have plenty to be happy about, not just the country's birthday. Uh, there's an incoming recruit that keeps climbing the rankings. Spill the beans, Scott Ritchie. It's just been a really good year for Merez Johnson Jr. Um, he's jumping up the rankings. He's producing, you know, both at the high school and at AAU levels. He's getting invited to all these top 100 camps. Uh, the trend is going well for the future Illini. All right, Richie will break down Merez Johnson. He'll talk uh, recruiting. He'll talk uh, summer league, one of his favorite events in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these. Messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management. Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Ah, good Monday morning, everybody. Happy 4th of July, almost. Scott Ritchie, do you even love America anymore? Yes. All right, (laughs) just checking. I do. Okay. All right. Scott Ritchie from Eureka. I know he, he was proud of his country in the in days past. I'm not sure where you're at these days, though. Generally proud. Okay. Certainly are some warts on America, but I don't know that we should probably discuss that. That happens on our airwaves enough. Ed Bond, our executive producer, I know loves America. In fact, he'll have a special show on Tuesday on DWS. Tune in at 9 a.m., it's a it's a dandy. He'll go for two or three hours, maybe kind of lead into the parade and fireworks over at Champaign by State Farm Center, home of Illinois basketball. That's what I'm getting to. There's a really roundabout way to get there. Yeah, that's good that they all. Sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure you didn't know you were heading that direction either. But I wound up there. Yeah. If uh, anybody's ever had a chance to um, watch the fireworks in Champaign, that's probably a pretty cool place to do it because you can basically sit like ten miles away. I remember as a, in my younger years going out to almost Tolono country road maybe having a beer or two watching the fireworks from there away from the crowd well as long as someone else is driving because i love america scott ritchie uh, okay let's make that clear i'm jim rosso vice president of news this is inside illini basketball the holiday edition scott ritchie back in person great to have you in studio scotty all good all good that's great Reading his coverage in the News Gazette, the print edition online, Good Morning Illini Nation, every morning, 6 a.m. Um, news never stops. Here's my, I'm going to rank your stories of last week that I enjoyed. Okay. Number one, Roger Powell. Easy. Uh, he Not just because I attended, all the time. attended Valpo 
and could tell him where to go, maybe grab a cold one if you were so interested. Well, I mean, he spent some time there as an assistant, mm-hmm. probably. He did, so he knows more than I do. I went back there a couple years ago. They tore down our fraternity house, so I've kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> given Valpo the cold shoulder, but maybe Roger's return will mend those fences. I guess it depends on how you feel about their nickname change from yeah, the I just don't, yeah. Crusaders to the Beacons. They're the Beacons? The Beacons. Now? They're the Beacons. Yeah. All right. I mean, but, obviously some perhaps negative connotations with crusading. Really? Well, if you were on the wrong end of one, I think. Okay. Whatever. I don't, I, don't, I, think, I mean, get rid of Crusaders, whatever. I didn't care. That's a fine nickname. I'm not one of those alums that will stop donating because I never have donated. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to start in order to stop. But it didn't, like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, he took his time, Roger Powell did, and, you know, taking his first head coaching job, and it's obviously a place he's familiar with and relatively close to his family and Joliet, um, but tough challenge, mm-hmm. I think. Homer Drew did it. Got the, the the then Crusaders to Sweet 16. Yeah, with his son obviously playing a big role mm-hmm. in that. And okay. Bryce Drew also coached there, was the head coach when Roger Powell was an assistant, and they had some success. Um have changed conferences as well as nicknames since that, but uh, have not had much success lately. So that's why I mean, obviously, why there was coaching change. Okay, here's my my question: True or false? In ten years, in the year twenty thirty three, the Illini will be led by one Roger Powell. It's interesting to see ten years. Of, let's see, Brad Underwood's contract goes into the. I think in the 2030, maybe 2029. So, but by 2033, he'll be 67, 68. Um, a lot of coaches, at least um, recently, have opted to retire, maybe before some thought about that age, although some stuck with it. Jim Beheim, until he was well past retiring age and well past should have retired age. Um, so Brad Underwood still could be the coach, but the way things work in college basketball, you never know. This much is for certain is I, what I'm getting to here. He's on the path, Roger Powell is. Now that he has a head coaching uh, title on his resume, anytime the Illinois job become, uh, comes open, he's on that short list. Yeah, um, and part of it will be what he does at Valparaiso. Like, he can't crater because that that's going to hurt him in any future coaching endeavor and I don't think he will Um, but having the head coaching title has not necessarily meant fans were looking for that for you know because every time it came open recently like Jaron Howard's name got tossed about Um, he's never been a head coach obviously a well-known on the recruiting trail Um, but yeah Roger Powell should probably be on every short list moving forward. All right, a part of one of the best teams in Illinois history. Let's catch up with the other folks on that team. D. Brown at uh, beginning year two at Roosevelt. Yep. Um, okay. And he ever get back to you? Did he? He has not. No. The D. If you're listening to this, Richie needs you. Yeah. Um, kind of interesting thing there. I mean, he had a pretty successful first season, the debut season as a head coach. Um, 
but Roosevelt is pursuing a move up from uh, NAIA to Division Two. So, I mean, that will be interesting to see if they can finish that off. I think we'll know more this month, actually, whether you know that that'll go through. I mean, the their proposed conferences accepted them, but now like the NCAA has to do that as well. So that's be a big jump for the team and. You know, if D Brown continues to be successful at that level, I mean that's just another step forward in his own coaching career. Darren Williams seems to be enjoying retirement. He is. Okay. We talked with him when he was back in Champaign during the season, and yeah, just you know, he kind of you know, pursued you know boxing a little bit. It's kinda, you know, had a podcast. Was been golfing a lot. I think you know doesn't need to work. Certainly made quite a bit during his NBA career, and I think he's enjoying. Everything else that life can offer. Sounds like Ed Bond. Doesn't need to work. He just does it for the love. The love of the Illini. I may get there myself sometime. But until then, need to work. Luther Head. uh, Haven't heard much from him lately. No, and he's the one out of that starting lineup that I can't remember the last time he was actually in Champaign. Um but you know he, you know played through 2018. But that was kind of a few years post NBA. Um, yeah, not entirely sure what Luther's up to these days. James Augustine was the other starter, right? If I have my memory right, just That's correct. Yeah, he just retired from basketball. Um, had played overseas for a decade, essentially. Um, last talked with him. Not this past season, but the season before, I think. And yeah, at that point, he was just sort of newly retired and enjoying maybe not going at it 100% every day, you know, for basketball. All right. That was your history lesson brought to you by Scott Rich. You will avoid the bench players. But I bring this up because the 83 football team, my good buddy Mike Heaven, fellow softball teammate when I first arrived to Champaign, okay. great guy, <laughs> was in the secondary of Mike White's Rose Bowl team, coming back for a reunion in the fall. And if you can believe it, a 40th yeah. anniversary. Talks on. Like a lot. Um, Love it. You're not sure which players will be back. They haven't announced that. I would imagine David Williams will return. He comes to all those things. Um, there. I think the only one from that group that's in the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, but, yeah, it's September 2nd, uh, the season opener against Toledo, and you know that team will kind of be honored all weekend. Uh, but the primary one will be during the game. All right, again, happy 4th of July. Have you got your Bud Light yet? Yeah, I see you can get a like fi- basically free Bud Light. Are they giving it away at this point? $3, I think, once you... Uh, yeah. Scanning that rebate. Because for whatever reason, it's crazy. Bud Light became the enemy of a certain segment of society, which is real dumb. Uh, but no, I'd, I would I would be uh, unfaithful I, if I did that because my heart belongs to Bush Light. Well, that's good. I thought you were going to go the beer snob route and tell me how you like those dark stuff. That's I mean, I do like darker beers. I'm not like an IPA guy, though. Good. But... I run the gamut from bush light on the very light end. 
probably too. Okay. Some interesting stouts. Back in the day, journalists hit it hard, right? We drank the the whiskey, maybe the schnapps underneath the desk. Uh, that no longer is the case as this industry has become soft. I mean, are you opening the door for me to have a bottle in my desk? Maybe I just won't see it. Well, let's be fair. There is quite a bit of work done at the Savoy Bureau, and no one checks my desk there. <laughs> we have video. We have uh, <laughs> News Gazette cameras. <laughs> Uh, to make sure that everybody that's, that's what I get for going on vacation. I mean. Jim breaks in and puts cameras <laughs> in my apartment. Uh, it is uh, July third here in Champaign. Uh, basketball is kind of a hit of finally a lull for a little bit, or has it? I you're mean, gi- you're giving me that look, kind of, because uh, the NBA starts up again today. Oh, actually, man. summer league, love it, uh, is in action. Um, there's like. Two like many summer leagues, essentially the California Classics uh, today and Wednesday, and then Salt Lake City Summer League is today, Wednesday and Thursday, mm-hmm. um, before the big deal starts on the seventh, runs through the seventeenth in Las Vegas with every team. There's just like three or four, three or four teams in California, same in Salt Lake, but uh, there's a few notable summer league participants with Illinois connections. Um, let's go recently first, Matthew Meyer going to play summer league with the Houston Rockets Mm. Um, it's kind of a feels like a disaster of a team but could give him an opportunity question you think Illinois fans are rooting for him (laughs) um some maybe I don't know like he was it was a weird uncomfortable existence I would yeah and like he got to Champaign last July and I don't know that he stuck around much after the NCAA tournament um, so talking like eight, nine months of being part of the team. So it's a weird situation. And like fans had sort of, we'd fallen out of favor a little bit there at the end of the year when the shots stopped falling, especially like those last five games. Um, so that's a strange thing. And I think we'll have probably more of that going to happen everywhere because of, you know, the transfer portal, and although it could, that might be less after next off season because there won't be these guys that just have the fifth year that go play somewhere for the most part. Um, you know, the COVID years added a different kind of wrinkle to transferring, but I mean, Illinois doesn't win as many games as it did without Matthew Meyer during like the middle part of the season. Um, he has a strange eight or nine months for him. But if you want to follow him, I mean, uh, unless things have changed, he'll be on the Houston Rockets Summer League team playing in Las Vegas starting at the end of this week. Who else? So, really the only other, it depends on how you want to claim them, former Illini that's playing, Malcolm Hill is at this point kind of a Summer League veteran. Uh, he's on the Orlando Magic roster. Um, a lot of guys on that roster. Not sure how that's going to work, if all of them will actually be on the team when things start in Vegas, but he's on the roster for now. Uh, he's played Summer League, I don't want to say like, this might be his fourth or fifth year trying it out. Um spent most of this past season in the G League. Uh, was on a two-way deal with the Bulls. 
um, until and had a little bit of time with the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls, but spent most of the time with the Windy City Bulls in the G League, coached by former EIU star Henry Domerkant. Um Who can forget Henry? How you can't. Um, also, I think he's married to one of the Heralds, Erica Harold's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so Champagne Connection, Urbana Connection, I guess. Um, but he was released in February when the Bulls signed Patrick Beverly, wound up back um, playing with the Birmingham Squadron, I think, in the G League, which is the affiliate for the Pelicans. Um, so we'll see what happens with Malcolm. He's got some NBA experience. With, he played with the Bulls. This year and last, had a little run with the Hawks as well. Um, but then the other three, cause some, <coughs> of the, some of the rosters haven't been posted yet, especially the team's not playing till Vegas, but uh, three other summer leaguers that played for Illinois for a time. Um, everyone's favorite Edwardsville guard, Mark Smith, is on the Denver Nuggets summer league roster. Of course, he transferred to Missouri and then finished his career at Kansas State playing for Bruce Weber. Um, everyone's favorite what-if guard, Brandon Pajemski, of course, first-round pick of the Golden State Warriors. It's on their summer league roster. And then Alan Griffin um, is currently on the Milwaukee Bucks summer league roster, which makes a lot of sense when you consider the Bucks hired Adrian Griffin to be their coach, who is his dad. Uh, no Kofi. Of course. Uh, how does that not work, I guess, for Summer League? Is he not contractually allowed to? Uh, it depends on his deal in Japan. Um, or depends on if there just wasn't maybe a team that wanted him. It's crazy. Yeah, but it I makes like, no sense. Like Taco Fall is on a Summer League roster, on the Bucks Summer okay. League roster, and he and Kofi were jazz teammates last summer. Mm-hmm. Made the biggest front court. I think in Las Vegas, but yeah, either he's already, you know, locked in to go somewhere next, like overseas next year, next season. So just wasn't interested or there just wasn't interest, which this is kind of is what it is. Like he was a really good college basketball player, obviously two time all American. Um, but if the NBA wanted him, They'd want him. All right, is Brad Underwood going to be in uh, the 4th of July parade? Do we know this? I, I don't Perhaps know. walking. I mean, fans cheer him. Does a lot of walking. Don't know mm-hmm. if he'll be walking okay. in the parade. And so what are they doing then on the 4th? Are they still working out? Are they giving the guys the week off? The week off, no. Um, maybe a holiday off, sure. But like summer workouts are in full swing, and like they're building up to – Later this month when they can actually have like 10 actual real practices um, out of their trip to Spain. So yeah, no time no time off, really. Okay. They got some time off um, after the end of the school year. Um, a, lot, a few of them stuck around anyway, but that was sort of... That's really the only break in the schedule these days. They'll get another one. Well, with the trip to Spain, that changes things as well. Um Maybe a few days after they come back from Spain, they'll get before the next school year starts, and 
they've got to be in town for classes and workouts. All right, this is the Inside Illini Basketball with Scott Ritchie, our award-winning beat writer who over the year let us know, over the weekend let us know it's 10 years here at the News Gazette. Congratulations, Scott Ritchie. Yeah, well, year 10 has started. Okay. We'll see if he makes it through year 10 then. <laughs> then, then we'll offer champagne and flowers, perhaps. Okay. I'll Congratulations, nonetheless. That That's great. Uh, you're old. Yeah. Still be... haven't seen a Sweet 16. But you could have been on the job for almost 20 years and said that. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the hard part. The last, how long have I covered Illinois basketball? Eight? Seven and a half, okay. I guess. Uh, it doesn't make me unique not seeing a, like Marcus Jackson didn't see a Sweet 16. Let's talk recruiting. Maybe maybe this will be the key uh, to Illinois regaining that glory of, of Roger Powell. Uh, I've been seeing basically every one of your Good Morning Atlanta Nations is offering A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Well, there have been a lot. Right. Who are these guys? Who are, who's, who are the guys I should know that maybe there's a chance of actually landing? I mean, that's a little hard to tell because they're all like either just finished their freshman year of high school or their sophomore year of high school. Um, there's a little, little bit of time there before they actually play college basketball. I mean, the one to know who has continued to play really well you know, this spring um, on the EYBL circuit and then at various like top 100 camps is Merez Johnson. Like mm-hmm. he's climbed he's a top 35 prospect in the class of 2024 now um and like he keeps getting invitations to these top 100 camps just finished up at the nba players association top 100 camp and was one of the more notable players there uh like peach jam starts this week with the uibl and like he was really good in april and may with mean streets was probably one of the top 15 players, top 20 players, you know, in that league, for lack of a better word. Um, he's surpassed his once teammate, James Brown, you know, in all the rankings. And, like, James Brown used to be sort of maybe one of the more well-regarded bigs in the class. Got all of the, like, Team USA invites, but, you know, Merez has leapfrogged him, you know, in the rankings. And, Leapfrogged them from a production standpoint as well this past year at St. Rita. Of course, none of those guys are actually going to play together next year. Um, you know, Merez is you know, going to play at Thornton. Played with Thornton, you know, this past month uh, when the you know, high school teams got back together. But he's, like, been committed for so long, it just seems crazy that he's not in college yet. But, like, if, he, if the trajectory remains the same like Illinois could be getting a really good piece in the next class he signs in the he'll sign in November he can okay. sign in November okay doesn't have to can wait till spring next spring but just based on how long he's been committed how many times he's visited Champagne, like I'd be really shocked if he didn't sign in the early period refresh my sagging memory who was the lead assistant on that uh, that recruitment um that's a uh, Tim Anderson it is okay yeah um Obviously a Chicago kid, but like Tim had the connections with Mean Streets having, you know, run the program for a while and um, therefore has a connection with Ty Streets, who's also the Thornton coach. So um, what's been a lot of Chester Frazier action with all these new offers, um, Tim was the, the number one on Merez. But, yeah. the So you're, t- you're telling me the rise of Merez Johnson, 
makes him the highest profile Illinois recruit since. Um, Adam Miller, they're about the same spot in the rankings, I think. Adam might have been a liar in a couple, but there's still time for Murray. I mean, he's got a year left. Well, now you had me all excited at Iowa, and then you brought me down with Adam Miller. Which one's it going to be? How about we just say Io, so okay. people are excited. Um, yeah, it just seems like things are going well for him, which right. is good for Illinois. Um, but like there've been, I think since, let's just say sort of mid to late April, Illinois added, yeah, mostly late April is offered like probably at this point, almost 50 players between the 2024, 20, 25 and 26 classes. You said 50, 50. Mm. So what I, because things had slowed a little bit in the offering of high school prospects. Um, so I wondered if Brad Underwood was still going to cast such a wide net. And turns out he, he's still going to do How that. Does that I think part of that's because there's not going to be all these COVID bonus year guys after next offseason. So you're 20, 25 and 2026 20, recruits. Like things might be a little more. I don't know what normal is in recruiting anymore when because the portal will still be the portal, but there's going to be a like one less class of players available. So maybe high school recruiting just the balance shifts a little bit more towards that. But the portal is still going to be important. Tell me again how this works. Uh, is Underwood uh, bumping into these guys at and camps and uh, tournaments? Say, hey, we want to offer you a scholarship. Well, he can't do that okay. because. Um, like they see these guys play like during evaluation periods, and there were a few in the spring. There were a couple this past month, um, with the high school teams getting back together, uh, and then again, like Peach Jam, my coaches always go to that. Uh, so can see them play there, but it's usually a matter of you know, the offer being, especially with these younger guys, it's through like a coach. But now, like, they can contact the 2025, yeah, 2025 recruits directly now because that started uh, June 15th was the, at midnight, like, you can start doing that. So they can do that as well. But, um, yeah, during the evaluation periods, like, they go wear the polos with the Illinois logo, put the black eye out there, but there's, you can't, like, actively go up to a recruit and be like, come play for us like incidental contact they could say hello but there's still some limits from the ncaa on kind of what they can do pick up your sunday news gazette print edition scott richie is going to write about the rise of marez johnson well i've been thinking about that it's going to be a little tricky considering everyone sort of involved with him and and marez will be playing at peach jam yeah but you can call today I think you can tell it through the eyes of many. Okay, well, let's do it. It's let's on my it. it's on my list. Yeah, let's commit to it. Okay, Sunday's print edition could be a first person column. Yeah, that a, would be interesting. A to see. Sunday's print edition. I mean, you don't need to talk to him to write how well he's done. You no. can talk to others, and then here's where your ten years of experience are going to uh, 
help. You can tell me where he's he ranks in the history of Illinois recruiting. I think he's probably the way you're talking has cracked that maybe the top twenty five list of top yeah. fifty. Maybe we'll maybe we'll rank the the fifty most anticipated recruits in the last cut it off twenty five years. A lot of good good players. I know. Well, See, if you cut it for twenty five, then that's what makes it so interesting, Scarrachy. You limit sort of like none of the fly on. I would be right in that group, but you would include the 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 last Final Four team, for sure. The self era where he started bringing in players and Kruger for that part. Yeah. Okay. Do it. I can't wait. Top fifty most anticipated recruits of the last twenty five years. Gonna have to go to the historian on this one. Talk to yeah. Lauren. Yeah. I think that'd be great, and and doesn't necessarily have to be just by stars, no, by perception maybe in some cases. Well, because until like Jeremy Richmond was widely anticipated, he would be up there, right? And then he flubbed. Yeah, but before the flub, though, he was he was like dang, and he's a kid who committed what in eighth grade. Yeah, that crazy. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Like. Right. Tracy Abrams, I think, committed as a sophomore, maybe like early sophomore. And that was maybe the last one of those. Like, but little Merez Johnson was a yeah. sophomore. So can't wait, can't wait to read that list. Scott Ritchie, I'm about to boot you from the podcast booth here. Uh, I will let our listeners know that you are wearing red, white, and blue today, and I'm, that made me feel good. Got a little blue on my shoes. But it's not the 4th of July. This is July 3rd, and it's wear green. Any other uh, nuggets of info you need to spill before we uh, split? Um, Just it's like data adjacent, but I was looking at the projections for next season again on BartTorvik.com, and it's just interesting to me that Illinois is now projected higher in those rankings, uh, number 29, than they were when they still might have had Jeremiah Williams. Hmm. That is interesting. Of course, there's point guard still question. Right? I think Ty Rogers is your point guard right now. Um, I don't anticipate another one being added this month. That would be one, like, who's it going to be? There's not. There's nobody, but Tulsi, that's... It's a decision Brad Underwood's made, so we'll see. I like it. Where'd that Rutgers guy wind up? Your your buddy. Paul McKay? I yeah. don't think he, unless I missed it, I don't think he's wound up anywhere. So I'm, I guess he could still be. Yeah. But like Illinois wasn't. Right. Um, Sort of like in his top five or whatever, but never know. All right, Scott Ritchie, enjoy your bush light, your sparklers. Uh, I know you, you shoot a couple bottle rockets out of the Savoy Bureau. Every now and then, and that's not even on the 4th of July, just for the heck, that's just heck like of a, it. Just any Tuesday. That's a eureka thing. Really. And just phew, phew, phew. Right? I may or may not have shot off some perhaps semi-legal fireworks in my life. Have a happy 4th of July. You too, Ed Bond. Uh, listen to DWS Tuesday morning if you want to uh, hear from Ed and get all patriotic. Otherwise, uh, follow along with Scott Ritchie on social media and at newsgazette.com. He appreciates all your attention. All right, we'll talk to you next Monday, Scotty.